Hi, welcome to the Mindful Shape Podcast. This is Paula Parker. Okay, so in this episode, I just want to talk about the four phases of weight loss. So if you are currently on a weight loss journey, there are four phases of permanent weight loss that you should know about. Whether you can identify them or not, you're in one of them right now. So they all vary in length and intensity, but for most of us, we're really familiar with the first three phases. Um, and they become what I call the vicious cycle if we don't move into the last phase, which is called adaptation. So I'll go over all of them so we have a deeper understanding. I'm going to go over each phase and talk about how we can get out of the vicious cycle of the dieting mindset and move into a lifestyle mindset. Okay, so let's start with phase one. It's called resolve. So what does this look like? Of course, it starts by feeling dissatisfied with your body and wanting to lose some weight maybe. At this point, you kick off phase one. So you're in resolve. You have a strong desire to lose weight and you feel hopeful that you can. You may not know exactly how yet, but you're really optimistic and you believe it's possible to have the body that you want if you just try hard enough and really stick with it this time. So you start out strong with a plan maybe like you know what you're going to be eating and what you're going to be not eating and you have an idea of your workout plan and more importantly you have like a really positive attitude. So this is phase one, you're in resolve. During this time you're going to have thoughts that are generally really positive like I got this, you know, this time I'm really going to do it, I'm going to do whatever it takes and you imagine your future self, like how it's going to feel when you reach your goal weight and this feels really good, right? You think maybe about the clothes that you want to be buying or the trip that you're going to be on um, and you're feeling really inspired. So you're also feeling, you know, a lot of hope, determination, you're committed at this point and you're really excited about the future you. You have loads of desire for your new body and your new life. And your actions are that you're eating on plan, you're making it to all your workouts. So maybe this looks like you're working with a trainer or you're just going to yoga regularly. You are also like perhaps seeing other fit people or going on social and seeing fitspo, but you feel encouraged when you see this and you feel motivated. So the resolve phase can last a while or not at all. It can last up to a few months even, weeks days or like literally a few hours. Inevitably, this is important. You will move into phase two and that's called wavering. So now keep this in mind. This doesn't have to be a big deal and that's what self-coaching is for. But for so many of us, it feels like a huge deal when we start to feel less than inspired. This is when the excitement of your new program starts to wear off and you really start to question what you're doing. So in phase two, wavering, your thoughts start to shift a little bit to, this is hard. The diet is too restrictive for me. It's unfair that I have to eat this way and other women are naturally thin. I'm missing out. I'm hungry. I'm sore. If you've been working out a lot, that could be true, right? Your body could be sore. And you're going to be thinking, you know, do I really need to work out today? Maybe I should just rest my sore muscles. You're thinking, you know, I'm working so hard and I don't think this program is even working. You start to question what you're doing. You think this is taking too long. You start getting impatient. You start having thoughts around food. So you're more food focused and you're thinking like, oh, I just need a snack just to get me through this afternoon or I just need this one meal, that kind of thing. 
And if I eat a little extra today, it'll be fine because I'll make up for it tomorrow. So you have a lot of feelings of maybe self-pity, exhaustion, confusion about even what you should be doing if you're on the right plan. You could be feeling a lot of resentment uh, towards either the plan that you're on or to your coach if you're working with a coach um, or just resentment in general that you have to be doing this or you feel like you have to be doing this. There's frustration if you feel like you're not making the progress that you want to make or it's not happening fast enough and apathy. So you're feeling like, oh God, is this even working? And sometimes like, I don't even care. And you could also be feeling boredom, you know, boredom with your meals if they're really monotonous or boredom with going to the gym, like a routine. Your actions during this phase are, you know, you start skipping a workout, you start eating and drinking off plan. If weighing yourself or food journaling is part of your program, this is when that will start to slip. And you start researching or considering alternative food plans. You know, you'll hear of somebody who just started um, this special diet and you think, oh, well, maybe that, maybe that's for me. You know, maybe I'll try that. And this is the hardest of all the phases because it can really feel miserable at times. Remember, if you've been eating for reasons other than genuine hunger, like I'm talking about entertainment, emotional eating, and just out of habit, then your primitive brain is not getting the same reward systems that it's used to, the dopamine hits that it once was. And this really doesn't feel good. And nothing is going wrong. You know, if you are not buffering your emotions and discomfort with food, it just means that you are now feeling them. And depending on what those are, it can be painful. So this is why it takes practice to identify your feelings and develop the capacity to experience them. Let them provide you with insight about yourself and where you're at and where you want to spend some time and attention and then let them pass. So at this point, we can do the inner work and we can double down on our plan or we can forego the inner work and get swept up in our old program. This is most common. If we don't do the inner work, we move into phase three, which is called screw it. So for many people, the screw it phase is pretty familiar and it happens oftentimes on weekends, sometimes on holidays or when you're on vacation, or if you're just in an especially stressful time and you just feel like you don't have the bandwidth. So in this phase, we're going completely off plan. And it can feel even positive sometimes, like it's the joys of just being able to have no restrictions and just eat whatever you want. But usually there's a lingering guilt in the back of your mind, and this gets even more intense, like the further you go off plan, which makes you feel worse, which makes you want to soothe yourself with food even more. So it typically involves a lot of mixed up thoughts and feelings. Some of the thoughts can be, you know, I deserve some pleasure in my life. You know, I deserve to have this. I had a hard day. Um, you can be thinking, well, you know, I can always get back on plan tomorrow or on Monday or after my vacation, that kind of thing. Maybe it's self-doubt, like I can't even do this, so why even try? Or I'm only going to gain the weight all back anyways, so it's not worth the effort. And just the fact of entitlement, like I don't want to have to give up the foods that I'm used to eating. Your feelings during this time are mixed, so there could be a sense of release of your constraining plan. There is also the immediate pleasure of food, right? Like food tastes good, like it's delicious, that's why we love it. But there's also like positivity about 
being in that mindset of like, well, I'll just enjoy today and then I can start again tomorrow, right? That false sense of positivity. But there can also be, you know, guilt about going off your plan, feelings of being out of control or a lot of confusion. And your actions during this time are, you know, you're overeating, you can be binge eating, you're definitely going off your plan and you're avoiding the scale. If food journaling is part of your plan, you're avoiding writing anything down. So this phase inevitably leads to enough pain to trigger resolve. Phase one, and you find yourself right back at the beginning of the cycle. That's why I call it a vicious cycle, one through three. However, if you are able to be present, if you're able to feel your feelings and ride out this temporary discomfort and avoid the screw it phase, we go right into phase four, which is adaptation. Okay, so now you're in the sweet spot. Adaptation is where you can live for long stretches of time, and it's the key to long-term weight loss. So most people just go through one through three, and that's the yo-yo dieting. But in adaptation, we rely on our healthy habits, not solely on the desire like we did in phase one. And this keeps us going. So this phase is definitely not all you know rainbows and unicorns, but it is sustainable. In this phase, you're not resisting anything. You're incorporating natural pleasures, you're doing the mindful inquiry, and you're practicing the allowing method, and you're not caught up in the mental drama that goes around with, I should do this, I shouldn't do that, that kind of thing. And if you aren't familiar with um, the three things that I just mentioned, like natural pleasures, mindful inquiry, and the allowing method, just go back to my previous episodes. So all these episodes are going to build on one another, and that will explain everything for you. In adaptation, you're on your plan, you know, around 90% of the time, and it's not a big deal. You're focused on other more positive things in your life. So maybe that's your relationship, your career, a side project that you're working on, food and your diet and your workout plan. They're not the biggest part of your life. They're just one part, one aspect of your life. Your self-awareness during this time is focused like a laser beam. So you're on yourself. You know, the second you notice your old sabotaging thoughts coming in, you catch them, you say, thanks for sharing and move on. So thoughts you're thinking during this time, you're thinking, I'm doing my best. I'm on track. I'll get there eventually. And I can be patient. You know, you understand that this is, could be a long process and you notice progress. So that's salient to you. You're watching for it and you think I can handle tough emotions. You're willing to feel all the feels you're willing to go through it and you know that you can handle it. So during this time, you're feeling committed. You're feeling emotions on purpose without buffering the negative ones or going into mind drama. And during this time, you're feeling self-compassion. So when you do overeat or you go off plan, um, it's not the end of the world. You're having, you're practicing self-compassion for yourself. Your actions during this time are staying on plan. And if you do go off, you get curious, you have self-compassion and you recommit. During this time, you are incorporating natural pleasures and you're doing the allowing method when you do have cravings or urges, which are inevitable, especially in the beginning. So once you reach adaptation, you're completely good to go, right? No, (laughs) most people go through this cycle Um, one through four, numerous times, the full cycle. But if you stick with it, 
eventually the adaptation periods become longer and longer and the wavering and the screw it periods become shorter. So we're watching the trend lines to see progress over time. And I think this is important to talk about actually because when we're in wavering or screw it, we're usually also thinking, here we go again. I haven't made any progress at all. You know, clients often think that they're moving backwards, but this isn't the case at all. So you can never go backwards in this work. I like to think of it as if you're moving on a spiral. So you may come back around to the same spot, something that looks really familiar, but you're always further along because you've learned more about yourself. And I invite you to adopt this as your mindset. Cultivate a learning mindset around any mistakes that you're making. Know that you are either winning or learning, because why not? You can always go back to your old way of thinking if that doesn't work for you, but I encourage you to try it on. Otherwise, we so often fall into the self-blame trap. We blame ourselves for overeating, and we blame ourselves for not sticking on our plan or not working out. We hold on to our old story and stay stuck in the past when we blame ourselves. It doesn't serve us. The key to getting out of the wavering phase and into adaptation is to slow down. Get curious. At first, that might be it. That's all you can do? That's great. That's the start. If this is all new to you and you're just starting this type of work, you'll simply notice that you're in wavering. And that's great because we can't change what we don't acknowledge, what's outside of our awareness. So if you step out of autopilot and simply notice what your brain is thinking, then that's huge. Then we can move into the next phase, which is asking yourself some powerful questions. These are open-ended questions that help to really take a look at what our programming is serving up, what our brains are on default for. So a key question I learned early on when I was working with my coach was she would often ask me, how can you best take care of yourself right now? What do you need? And you know, especially when I was younger, that wasn't a question that I often asked myself. I didn't even think to ask it. So I'll ask you right now in this moment, how can you best take care of yourself? Why is there so much power in that question? It's because it forces your brain to look inside and offer alternatives. So when, not if, you're having negative thoughts and feeling a bit funky, just ask yourself, how can I best take care of myself in this moment? What do I need? I guarantee if you're quiet and honest, your authentic self will not say, you know, a muffin from Whole Foods, because let's face it, we know that's cake. But most likely it will give you something that you truly need. You know, maybe it's like rest or maybe it's you just need to hydrate and you need to drink some water. There is a need that is much deeper. The more we stay conscious and don't buffer with food, the clearer the answer becomes. And I just want to share with you part of my personal winning formula when I start feeling a bit wobbly is I've asked myself this question enough time to know that for me, the answers are often pretty straightforward. Um, so I encourage you to you know, find what works for you, but this is what I do. So I either need to hydrate. So I'll ask myself, like, do I just need a glass of water right now? Or do I need to have a shower and feel clean and refreshed? Or do I simply need rest? You know, oftentimes we're sleep deprived and I actually just need more sleep. So how can I pull back a little bit, maybe go to bed early, that kind of thing. But if instead 
we continue to blame ourselves for our missteps or even blame ourselves for not feeling motivated, not wanting to go to the gym, that kind of thing. We are trapped in the past and we're destined to repeat this vicious cycle. So own your decisions, practice self-compassion, and you'll be able to move forward into adaptation. When you get into the habit of asking yourselves these kind of questions, you will start making choices that align with who you are becoming, not who you were in the past. We are choice-making beings. No one can take that away from you, not even your habitual primitive mind. We just need a little reminder every now and then. So that's why I'm doing this podcast and that's why I encourage you to ask yourself those questions and do some self-coaching. So quick recap, the four phases are one, resolve. You're pumped, you're super excited, you're good to go. Two, wavering. This is when you start to get a bit shaky and you start going off your plan. Three, screw it. This is when you just go full out, Wavering has got to you and you're like, it doesn't even matter anymore. Four is adaptation. That's when it's more sustainable. You've had some self-compassion, you've recommitted and you're in it for the long haul. So what's important about distinguishing these four phases? How will it even help us? Okay. Our brains are always searching for patterns and we love categorization. So when we can identify which phase we're in at the time, we can also reassure ourselves. We can start thinking, okay, I'm here. I'm in this phase. I recognize this and I know it won't last forever. Even though when you're in it, it definitely feels like it's never going to end. When you're feeling inspired, it feels like this is going to last forever. I'm good. When you're feeling wavering, you're just feeling like you're never going to get that inspiration back. When you're in screw it, you're just thinking, I'm going to just overeat until I'm like 400 pounds. But if you can get through that and get into adaptation, I promise you that's the key to long-term weight loss and peace of mind. You get to know yourself when you do this and you get familiar with the thinking patterns in each phase so that when your brain starts automatically serving up this old programming, you don't go into that old vicious binge diet kind of mentality, that vicious cycle. Instead, you acknowledge which phase you're in, you know it won't last, and you start thinking the thoughts that will propel you into adaptation. So I hope that's really helpful. When I learned about it, it was really helpful for me. It just gave me some clarification and um, it's helped me implement some new practices in my life and self-coach myself. Um, So thanks for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Hey, if you like this podcast, feel free to find me on my website at mindfulshape.com or Instagram at mindful underscore shape. You can also book a free mini session with me to take this work deeper and see what coaching one-on-one is like. You can book that mini session on my website. I hope to see you there. Bye.